1: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
2: Hello, 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 and welcome to another edition of the Niner Noise podcast, part of the Fan Podcast Network. My name is Robert Morrison, and I am a contributor at NinerNoise.com, and here with me, to celebrate the NFC champion San Francisco 49ers is another contributor at
3: Niner Noise. That is Mr. Chris Wilson. Chris, how are you doing, man? Hold on a second. One. Some guy on NFL network said the 49ers are gonna be three and thirteen. So yes. how did they make it to the playoffs <laughs> with three wins? So like is that possible? I don't know. Wait, everyone else like just tying in that NFC?
2: He has dyslexia, I think, is what is what happened. It was numerical dyslexia. Yeah. And what
3: like like the Titans or in there too. Yeah, it was strange. like the ones from Nashville with that Tannehill guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It got yeah. weird at the end, didn't it? NFL uh, seasons are predictable. Yeah,
2: <laughs> for sure. That to, that's to the case. Lies. That's why we just play them on That's why they play them on paper. Yeah, exactly.
3: You know. But yes, you are actually correct. I will confirm it for you in case you were confused or yep. surprised or is it living in the alternate universe that I am living in currently. <laughs> and I do have the confetti to prove it, uh, which I will be sending you soon. Awesome. So our San Francisco 49ers, the 2019 to 2020, 49ers are now NFC champions and are heading to Miami, maybe not like right now, but soon, for Super Bowl 54. Which, uh, not ironically at all, just happens to be the most expensive Super Bowl in NFL history because I want to go to it. So right. I'm still <laughs> counting on you for that money that you owe me. That you, you remember that, right? For that, um, that one, one drunken night. Sure. Dead.
2: I don't know what we're talking yeah, about, never, but yeah, okay. They, they it's definitely not $4,500 $4, worth. If, if I owe you anything, it's significantly less than than the price of one single ticket to this Super Bowl.
3: Yeah, unfortunately that never happened. So since the 49 had the luxury of playing last Saturday, as opposed to Sunday, like the Packers and the lower seeds in each conference, Shanahan took, say, full advantage of the extra day over the week, and he hacked his version of Nintendo Techno Bowl that he plays all the yeah. time and where he devises this playbook. So he uh, hacked it, said there are only like four Bo Jackson, a.k.a. Raheem Mostert running plays. And it's just like, that's it. You know, it's like the Niners used to be like one of the two teams with like three passing plays instead of two. Right. So he took a screenshot of the playbook. Yeah. yeah, And then 220 yards and four touchdowns later, <laughs> San Francisco 49ers are going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, man. <laughs> and you know what? It feels great, baby.
2: It certainly does. Thank you, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, for for those words of, of wisdom. Uh, it is just like even you know we were uh, texting back and forth because you were at the game as you alluded to earlier. Um, and then I you know texted you, to, texted you the next morning and I was like, wait a minute, hold on a second. were, were ers are playing the Super Bowl. Is that does that seem correct to you? Like, did that actually happen? And um, we can not attest that uh, I, I did not see it happen live in person but i did watch it on the television and i did see that that happened so uh 49ers are going to the super bowl uh super bowl 54 in miami um crazy 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 um this this game was uh funnily enough uh after a week's worth of conversation about how this game was definitely not going to go like the first time the 49ers and packers played well for a long time it was basically going like literally exactly the same way as the first game went um, in fact for a short period of time it kind of looked like the score was going to be the same at halftime as it was the 49ers added four points to their lead uh, and than they had in the week 12 victory uh, they were 20 up 27 nothing at halftime this time instead of just you know 23 nothing so you know no big deal um, and uh, you know in spite of Aaron Rodgers attempts to make uh, the game a little bit closer at the end um, and the Niners being outscored 20 to 10 in the second half. Uh, it was still enough for a you know pretty comfortable 37 to 20 victory and the NFC championship. Uh, it was a uh, a game that's the 49ers grabbed a hold of from the beginning. Um, and again, in spite of the fact that the uh, Packers kind of tried to come back, it was very bizarre. Like they, it didn't they didn't even seem to think that they were down by four scores um, at any point during the second half because it took them like. 12 minutes to score 12 and a half minutes to score two touchdowns. It was really bizarre um, that I didn't really quite understand what they were. They didn't seem to be in any particular hurry to to score
3: touchdowns. Uh, Do you think they had like a strategy for that game in some uh, capacity? It kind of not really. Stop the passing game. (laughs)
2: <laughs> it was really strange. Good it was job. like, you did it. It was, they were doing, they, it felt like they were winning the game 27, nothing when they came out in the second Maybe half.
3: they were, that's what it was. They were confused which team they
2: were. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's possible. Cause the, like my, we're, we're watching the game in my in-laws house. My dad was there. Who's also a, a, a Niners fan. And we're like, why are they going so slowly? Like they should be running like much faster. You feel like if they could have pressed the tempo that the Niners would have buckled at some point with the way that the the defense was going because they were just kind of worn out by the time the the game was over. And it just seems really weird. But um, anywho, uh, it's all in the past. The game is over. The Niners are NFC champions. um, We can still uh, celebrate it. Come on, man. Oh, absolutely. For sure. Thanks, Aaron Rodgers, for finally sending the 49ers to the uh, Super Bowl. We appreciate it. Um, He lived out his lifelong dream of of, uh, of uh, helping the Niners get to the Super Bowl.
3: Yeah. I mean, I mean he, he has helped us in the playoffs a couple of times in the last few years, but right. this time he actually sent us there and walked off the field sadly as the confetti dropped. Yeah. Which, which honestly was, it was a really weird feeling. I've never been to a game like that where there has been confetti dropped other than in the Super Bowl that we lost. And <laughs> that, that was a painful feeling because i did go to the uh, i'll just you know just continue with all the humble regs. so i went to the one uh, the the victory in atlanta obviously they're not going to be you know right <laughs> there was no confetti that game probably it was like a stabbing in the parking lot but there, there was no confetti <laughs> in that game but <laughs> so I, i'd never really experienced that again or thought that that it was even coming like i i just i didn't know that that's something that Was done. Yeah. It's apparently a thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, And we definitely didn't do it when we lost the Giants. uh, Thank you, Kyle Williams. So when I came down, I was just like a tad bit emotional because I was just like, whoa. Because that was like one of the worst feelings in my football life. You know, just walking down the stairs, just get me out of the stadium. I can't take it. And all this, you know, purple confetti all over me. And it was just so bad. And then the exact opposite. Well, Minus the Super Bowl part, but yeah, it was an experience, and you know, you know, the the players in the field were getting emotional, and the so were the fans uh, in the stands. So it was yeah. a not not, not saying I cried. I didn't cry. It's but, okay if you did. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> That's between me and my therapist. <laughs> there you go. But uh, yeah, it definitely was a uh, it was a great victory. Um, obviously, things to work on, like there always are. You know, cause yeah, because I like to say negative, but but, <laughs> but it, there were a couple of times in the game and I had to, to stop and, and say like, okay, I need to enjoy this moment because yeah. this may not happen for a long, long time or it could happen next year. Who knows? I don't know. But yeah, it was a fun game to go to and it was a, um, although probably a, somewhat of a boring game to watch on TV if you were not a 49ers fan, maybe if you were, but it, you know, overall the, the 49ers did what they had to do and they are going to Miami. For sure. But I'm not going to sing the song. Yeah,
2: so. I should also mention that the uh, Kansas City Chiefs beat the Tennessee Titans in the AFC. Too, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still not buying that whole small thing. small thing. You know, no big what, deal. What, what um, I guess that's kind of important, but you know, whatever. But um, anyway, we'll uh, we'll talk a lot more about the Chiefs, uh, not in this podcast, but in next week's podcast. Because one of the beautiful things about Super Bowl week is that it's actually two weeks, and so that means we can talk specifically about the NFC Championship game today, and then next week we'll talk about the Super Bowl. So that'll be fun. Um, and then we'll talk about the Super Bowl the week after that, hopefully with good news. Um, so let's go ahead and move into our one up, one down section for the NFC Championship game against the Green Bay Packers, um, who are going home back to the colds, frozen tundra. May you enjoy your winter um and i will begin and i think my up is pretty easy um as you alluded to earlier in the game or earlier in the podcast sorry uh it's raheem mustard and it, there was no question about that uh 29 carries 220 yards uh which is a new 49ers franchise record not just for the playoffs the pre- previous playoff record was 181 that uh colin kaepernick had uh back in two thir- 2013 against the packers but it's actually just the 49ers Single game rushing franchise record, period. Full stop. Um, yeah,
3: because he beat uh, a yeah Gore, Frank Gore right? had
2: two hundred twelve uh, in two thousand six against Seattle, uh, which that number had previously uh, been set in two thousand by Charlie Garner who against the Cowboys. Um. So yeah, so this was a pretty uh, a pretty big game for Mostert. Uh, he was twenty nine yards off of setting the single. Play the single game playoff record full stop for everyone. Uh, Eric Dickerson, I think, had 248 yards in a, in a playoff game, so he was he, you know, uh, he's there was a certain slowdown towards the end of the game. I think if he had if he had uh, he needed to break off one more and he would have he would have had it, but he got there uh, pretty close for for sure. Um, he also decent company, decent company, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, uh Mostert also scored four touchdowns, uh, becoming only the third player to ever score at least that many in a playoff game. Uh, Ricky Waters scored five for the 49ers against the Giants in 1994. And LeGarrette Blunt, of all people, scored four against the Colts for the Patriots in 2014. For a total of two yards. Um, so that's quite an interesting company of, of people. Um, Mostert averaged 7.6 yards per carry with a long of 36 um, and then he had one other run of 34. So, you know, he had those two carries that amounted to a pretty good, uh, chunk of yards. It's about seven, 70 of his 220. But if you think about that outside of it, so that's 27 for a hundred and some odd yards that, that game by itself would have, if you take away his two long rushes, the game, outside of those <laughs> rushes would have still been a really good game. Um, so the fact that you had 70 more yards to that total is pretty uh, pretty crazy. Um, he had a PFF grade of 90.7 overall, which was the best on the team on either side of the ball, um, and an 85.1 rushing grade. Uh, but my favorite stat um, for Mostert was that he racked up 158 yards after contact, which is uh, about 5.5 yards per per carry after contact. Um, and like I said about the other, um, the other stat, It would have been um, that that day would have been good if he had carried the ball 29 times for 158 yards. You'd have been like, yeah, all right, great. Good day from from Mr. Mostert. But um, the fact that he (laughs) he ran for like almost, what, 70 more yards on top of the contact, that's that's just crazy. Um, You got to love his story. They kept talking about it during the broadcast. uh, All the teams that he's played for, all the people that have cut him um, and even the fact that he was really close to being cut by the Niners uh, this offseason. Um, but you got to love that story, the fact that he's uh, been tenacious and stuck through it. Um, and he has certainly uh, been a major part of
3: leading the 49ers to uh, Super Bowl 54. Chris, thoughts? He's good. <laughs> and, and I mean, he, he was there pretty much their entire team. I, even though you, know, you listed off that, the, the stat as far as CRs after contact, the offensive line did block well. But a lot of those yards were his. Yeah. There were holes, but he was flying through him. I mean, he was, I don't know. He was just like at a different level. I, I, I don't know. He was like, I think at one point I was like, is this guy, is this guy like possessed? Like it was just, yeah. it's just like nothing I've ever really seen from a special teams guy. Yeah. You, know? you throw him in there. And <laughs> you know, one thing with Muster is, if you do get a, a hand on him, he, he does go down. I wouldn't say easily, but he's a guy that you can tackle with one arm. If he can catch him, but yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but you better tackle him with that one arm because you ain't catching him, that's for sure. I do attribute you know, a lot of it to him and not not just the offensive line. So it's it's not like you know they're just throwing him out there and you know big monster. Monster holes, like we used to call them, Oma holes, after my grandmother. And like my grandmother could go through this hole, you know, it wasn't that kind of thing <laughs> all the time. At least, I mean, he had some, you know, some runs to the outside where you know, he was patient, and then he saw a, a little uh, crease to the outside, and, and and took that crease, and the blockers, you know, you know, were blocking, and he was also able to break off some runs and, and save himself, when he was, uh, you know caught around the line of scrimmage or behind line of scrimmage, you know, just by himself. So I, I really do attribute the vast majority of his performance to him. And, you know, the, the offensive line obviously plays, you know, if the offensive line doesn't play well, then the running back is not going to do anything. It's you know, n- nearly right. impossible. Yeah. But the, the offensive line played, played well enough. At least in the running game, to allow him to be possessed as he was. I, I, I noted one time during the game that he had four touchdowns and Grapple had four completions. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I don't think you're going to see that very often. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah, and I guess the other thing is, I mean, he he uh, he didn't even start the game. Was he the third running back in there?
2: Um, I don't remember. Uh, I feel like Breedo didn't come in until late, till after Coleman
3: went down, but I don't recall. Coleman was in there for for a little bit. I remember, you know, Breida did start the week before. I I don't know if he got any any touches before Mostert did this week. But after Coleman went down, it was tough at the Mostert show. And it's a little bit surprising they gave him so many touches, especially his limited use in the past. It's got to be the most he's ever touched a ball in a football game by like a third Actually, what is the most number of times he's touched the ball in a football game? I don't know. This has got to
2: be really close to it, whatever it is, because <laughs> he had a couple of catches on top of this too, um, just
3: all over the place. I don't know why you wouldn't take him out at the end of the game after. I mean, once he gets the two hundred yards, once you get the ball to Breda, especially if you don't know what Coleman's status is, and yeah. Breda's been sort of sitting around thinking about his fumbles you know, just, as he sleeps just, at night. He's just, he's just waiting in the yeah. wings for something to something good to do. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I was expecting a little, a little bit more from him today. And, but you know, Shannon decided to go with uh, the hot hand and it sure was hot. <laughs> yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's no sure. doubt. Uh, uh, any word on uh, on Coleman as of um,
2: today? I think the, I mean, the last thing I saw was yesterday. They were saying that it's looking like he'll probably be okay to, to go um, for the game. Didn't
3: look good at the time. It sure. really
2: didn't. I thought his like whole arm was broken or something like that. And it, like as soon as he, did it like in the moment i i was like he fell really funny um on that arm and then he and then he immediately like fell to the ground and turned over on his back and was clearly uncomfortable and in pain and i was like oh that doesn't look good and then we, as we were telling you uh in the because you probably couldn't see it from your seat but they kept showing his his arm and his his hand is just like dangling like from his yeah
3: they didn't show that at the stadium in,
2: it really looked like it really looked like something was broken. So oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess, I guess it's just sort of a, um, you know, the, the force of his arm in his hand into the ground, pushed all the way up and separated his shoulder. So um, expectation is that he should be good to go, but they haven't obviously called anything at, at this point of the game, a week and a half away. So,
3: yeah, well, I don't think he will be starting. He'd oh no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it may be uh, Jeff Wilson time. You never hey, know. Now. Yep. Just take that junior off your uh, Jersey so I can buy it. Any time, anytime, anytime, <laughs> Wilson. Let's go. Man. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen for you. Um, it is, it is <laughs> not, <laughs> Chris. Any, Chris, any other
2: uh, ups that you want to note about about the game, other than uh, our our man Moster? I was just
3: avoiding it because I was just want to talk about Moster because he's so awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he was just so good. So yeah, just have some a couple of minor ones. Like I said before, the offensive line blocked well in the running game, although Moster did do a fair amount of it on his own. However, they didn't really block very well for Garoppolo, and it's not like they really had to block that many times for him. <laughs> but, but I think he had about like, 12 drawbacks, and they didn't really block very well for him. So yeah, I can't really give it to them. And defense obviously had a great first half, and they made some very, very key plays that set the tone for this game and allowed Shanahan to do what he did. And it would have been a lot different if the defense had not come up with the plays that they did in this game. So, I mean, defense definitely a lot of cred to you guys as well. Second half, you could probably step up a, a little bit. Your prevent defense that allows what, nice long <laughs> completions to wide receivers. We need to do something about that. So, <laughs> I will give this to my man, Debo, because Debo was the only receiver who Shanahan allowed to do anything today. And I mean, he, he didn't even throw the ball to it, or he didn't have uh, design a design of play thrown to Kittle until what, the fourth quarter. And I think, yeah. I think I think one of the two, he actually told the refs that he was going to be what, held or pass <laughs> through with before the That was played. amazing. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, I guess he can read it. He a little bit, huh? Maybe we should <laughs> fit a little bit. Throw, yeah. throw him out there quarterback for some time. He's only throwing you know, six for eight. I mean, go on. How bad could he be? Yeah, that's true. That's, and true. that's not saying I don't have full faith that's in Acropolis, especially after seeing him on Kittle's t-shirt. That was glorious. <laughs> He is the worst and the best. It's like, I mean, how can you not love this guy? So yeah, agreed. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I I decided that if the, yeah. if the Super Bowl, I will be 100%. changing my profile picture to a to my my one Kittle photo, and that will be done for good luck purposes. So I want to see Kittle just uh, explode against uh, like against Kelsey in a couple weeks. But anyway, we'll talk about that later. So Debo, he was explosive like we needed him to be because. Kittle was definitely a defensive focus and he was in there blocking sometimes. I still don't understand that. Just get the guy out there in patterns, please. And uh, he he also didn't just as much as a runner as, as he did as a wide receiver. So he was two for 43 in the run game. And then he was two for 46 and almost a lot more in the passing game. That second pass on the, the second drive where You said you were a Madden player, right? Yep. Yes, I used to be when I was younger, but Tech Mobile is my thing now, you know. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm aware of the truck stick. Yes. As is Devo. Yeah, (laughs) he's a human version of it, yes, for sure. I mean, like... When they designed the truck stick in Madden, that's what they designed it to look like. <laughs> I mean, he caught the ball and he just trucked the guy. And unfortunately, he just he trucked him so hard he was a little off balance. Oh, if he, if you could take that the house, the place would have gone crazy. So, it was a fun little, I think, thirty yard pass from JG, and then one or two more drives, and they're like, "Yeah, Grapple, you'll you'll play a little bit in the fourth quarter." That's about it. Although he might as well just put Mullins in here, just hand the ball off. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yep. Yeah, so, so Debo is my up. And he needs to continue to be the explosive force that he is in his freshman year as a NFL uh, wide receiver. I believe they call them rookies in the NFL. Yes, that's <laughs> true. And in most things, actually. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although they do call them sophomores the second year, so I don't know. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So that was my my cool. reasoning for that. But anyway, <laughs> I mean, that's all I got, dude. I mean, right. I mean I, basically, it, yeah, I could have just said most. Yeah, face, basically repeat everything that I said for sure. Amazing game, man. If you were listening, that was very, very impressive. And come talk to us after the season. Yeah. I, oh, I'll believe believe me, I will be I'll be doing my <laughs> best to be in contact. And for sure. It's definitely inspirational to all the other guys in your position. So way to continue, you know, with the process and you have reached what <laughs> what many, 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 you know, undrafted free agents would only dream of of doing and you did it on your own. So congrats. Great job. Um, all right. Well, onto the down.
2: Uh, I don't have like a whole lot to say about this. I kind of alluded to it earlier. Um, I think there was, you know, most, this game was mostly good. Um, and and I didn't even just for the record, I didn't even think about giving this to Garoppolo because he wasn't like down because his numbers were not his numbers because he was bad. His numbers were his numbers because they were running the ball so well and the Packers had no answers for it. So why throw the ball if you don't have to kind of thing. Um, So I just want to be clear that for all those people who are like, "Eh, Garoppolo can't do enough. Like he didn't, he does what he, what he's asked to do. And that's what, what all quarterbacks do by the
3: way. Um, So (laughs) just to be clear. Yeah. It's like, what are the rest of the uh, NFL quarterbacks do this week? Other than, you know, the, the, the four that played, yeah. you know, if, you don't, if yeah. you don't get to throw the ball, like, what are you gonna do? Nothing. You know,
2: Nothing. So. Um, but anyway, so the, the, the defense in the second half, um, kind of seemed like they were phoning it in a little bit. Um, that the lead was such, uh, that they didn't, um, they didn't really need to, they didn't quite have the, the tenacity that they were doing it, but it, it, it kind of looked to me and I, and not only watching the game the one time it, it sort of looked to me like the, the plan was just don't let them get behind you. Um, and for the most part, that was successful and they sort of dink They sort <laughs> Except of, for
3: those two plays, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. For the most part, it was, it was pretty successful and the other, the rest of it was mostly like dinking and dunking it down the field, which is why Rogers completion percentage was so high because he basically was was throwing the ball like two yards in the air and and letting his players uh, and letting his his other guy his guys run with it um but the you know niners did a pretty good job of uh, swarming to the ball and keeping the ball in front of them for the most part which is why it took them so long to score their first two touchdowns which is why you know when it was all said and done you're just like okay it's it's whatever it was 30 to 34 to 13 going into the fourth quarter and you're like i I don't, I'm not really that worried about this. Um, it was concerning in that you don't want to see the team give up, um, a lot of points in a very short period of time like that. Um, and for that, so, so that is something certainly to pay attention to. And it's certainly something that they're not going to be able to get away with, uh, against the chiefs against, uh, whom no lead is safe as the Houston Texans are well aware. Um, but I I, I kind of get the impression that game situation had more to do with this with anything else than anything else. That you know, it, it, it's it's sort of human nature. Hey, we're up by twenty seven points. Our offense is is still scoring enough, and you you know, you you do the math a little bit, and you you look at it and you go, you know, do we have to maintain? The exact same level of of competency as we had in the first quarter or in the first half, probably not. We can probably still win this game. It's not really what you want. It's not ideal, but you know they still got the do- the job done. But it is something they're going to have to uh, sort of guard against uh, if they happen to find themselves in a similar position in the Super
3: Bowl in a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine if they get to that <laughs> kind of lead? I, I would a be surprised, and I would be, I, I would be b. <laughs> Hoping that Shanahan would finish them off, which he hasn't really done the greatest job of for much of the season. But in the end, he has been victorious, which is the only real important thing, I guess. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, for sure. And and, the last two games have been, well, the last game and then this one, yeah, I mean, not so much. A little bit critical of some of his uh, game management issues, but. Which I'm sure you'll get to in a moment. Oh, oh, don't worry, I will. Yeah, (laughs) because I do do every week. But he's lucky. He gets to go up against basically it's like the older <laughs> it's kind of like that that Spider-Man hungrier name. version of him <laughs> in Andy Reid who's yeah, I, I gotcha. like a fantastic play caller and fantastic at play design and fantastic at eating and nothing wrong with that like I'm I'm a hungry guy myself and some some of the memes I don't know if you caught them but that, his potential winning a Super Bowl and getting an all-you-can-eat buffet is at the White House were pretty funny, but <laughs> but he is very 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 bad at clock management. Like, I mean, he, he is like the poster boy for being a good you know, coach from a play calling from from play calling. I don't mean like at the end of a half. I mean play calling in general, and as as well as a uh, as a play design guy. But he's so bad at these end of halves and. And you know, using his timeouts and you know just just general play uh, ma management issues, so it's gonna be interesting to see like the like two of like the greatest offensive minds with like the biggest deficiencies <laughs> go up against each other. So he is perhaps going up against I mean, maybe not as equal because you know, Shanahan sort of has to do it all on his own, where we can just Mahomes, you know, let Mahomes do, let, Mah- let Mahomes, Mahomes, you know, just <laughs> see what happens. Yeah, that helps and that kind of thing. So. Anyway, so yeah, some my down. I mean, I agree with you that the defense allowing the three straight touchdown drives, which I believe they were, you know, two seventy-five yard drives, and then the ninety-two yard drive after the half, it's not definitely not good for business, <laughs> to say to say the least. And yeah, I don't know if the Fortnite just decided at halftime that they're going the game was over and they were gonna win win the game, but obviously there was much more game to play. And they were able to come out with a victory, but some some of it was to do with Green Bay taking forever, and some of it was to do with the 49 taking like not using the time that they had. So um, yeah, and I, I definitely do not like the prevent defense because they're allowing everything underneath, which is fine, but then don't allow a forty-two yarder to when he's uncovered and. And don't allow that sixty-five yarder yard to to Adams when Sherman's in coverage. And, I mean, he did make Sherman look pretty bad. But I was also sort of surprised. I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, Sherman is like prone to turn around when he knows that he's not going to be able to recover the other way. He could have gotten a hand. I mean, he sort of got, got a hand on him. I, I figured he would sort of hold him just you know the way he, like Sherman always does, just a little bit, just to to sort of slow him down. But he just like let him go right by him. It was just, I don't know. It so it's sort of weird. He he decided not to you know, not to take the potential penalty that I think would have at least stopped that from being a 65 yard completion and then, you know, potentially game altering kind of play. So I was a little surprised by the, by the way that he didn't grab Adams a little bit more than the way that he always did against us and never got called for it. So I I was expecting to get called for it, but at least grab the guy. So he doesn't do that. So, Outside of the the defense and you know the little bit of letdown in the second half, Shanahan still is having some game management issues. Uh, now I don't really fault him for the the first possession where he had fourth and one on the opening drive. Run, 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 punt. It's not my favorite thing to do, but yeah, you know, you're on your fourth and one. Technically, are you supposed to be going for it? Yeah, but. Do you really want to? I mean, I I I, I get it. I get. It. You're in the playoffs. You have the crowd. Momentum you know, can be a thing. It's definitely a, a thing with the crowd. So you know, you know, punt it back to Green Bay. You have a good defense, and you know, it's sort of like hopefully get the ball back and start from. From zero and Green Bay was kind enough to, I mean, what did they drive back so, to like the fifty yard line? And they, yeah, they had like they gained like twenty five yards on the on the drive and
2: punted yeah, it back. So Yeah, and then it's in a very similar situation. I think they got to like fourth and two or something. Yeah, yeah. Like that. but so. I mean,
3: but they were, I mean, they were like really in. The, I'm trying to think. It, it was a situation where it was like fourth one or fourth two and it was like in midfield i mean it was like mm-hmm. it was there's no question you should go for it i mean it's not not, yep, even, not even debatable and then they had their office on the field and then they pulled them off and i'm like i, I guess that a, a good way that i mean it's not necessarily not necessarily what i do i try to memorize like what you're supposed to do when you're not supposed to do but like but generally like when when you feel like oh, thank goodness that the the opposing offense is off the field and the punt team is on, that's usually a sign that the opposing coach made the wrong wrong decision. Because, (laughs) I mean, generally, right? You know, because this is like... I think so. Yeah, so, so, and that happens a lot in today's NFL. And I think I do it some of the time that we will look back at this game among many, 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 many games and just wonder why coaches just don't do the right thing. But it's good for the Niners that, yeah. That the Packers did not, because then, then the Niners got the ball back and they were able to drive down the field for their first score, and that really set the tone for the game. So it could have been a totally different game if, if the Packers knew what they were doing, but they didn't. They didn't, and it's not like they <laughs> don't have a good running back and a good you know clutch quarterback. But whatever. But yet again, I don't really fault Shane for that on fourth and one on your opening drive in your own. I guess 34 or whatever. So, yeah, they didn't get very far. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they all, all of nine yards. Like you could have called something other than else other than runs up the middle, let's but whatever. So, anyway, so, <laughs> but the real problems I have are so starting with the second quarter, their fourth and two field goal from the Green Bay nine. And it was almost identical to last week where you're in this position to put the other team away. And instead, you go for you know, an easy field goal. It's going to take it from a seventeen zero, which I mean obviously these are good problems to have, right? <laughs> right. A seventeen zero. Yeah, but, but then but then again, like <laughs> O'Brien was thinking the same thing. <laughs> this is a great this is a great opportunity I'm having here. I'll just kick this field goal and then you lost because of it. Well yeah. that in your well, there were a lot of things that happened the, in that the, game that the, caused the, them to lose. didn't that, that, that anything just, to that, do with the field that goal. Was just, that was just the beginning of the end of it. Right. Yeah. But, but it's like, you know, when, when you're kicking a field goal and you're just, you know, allowing the other team to have life when, when they shouldn't. And I think to yeah, so last week that I thought that was a game that Green Bay could potentially be, if you put them in, into the game at halftime and, and just, it seems like an insurmountable lead that they're just going to give up. And... Although, you know, I mean, the, the Niners were lucky and they're actually able to score again despite their horrible clock management. They did come out and they uh, and they came to play in the second half and they had a game plan and it was all screen, screen, screen and short passes. And Salah so couldn't really figure it out, um, at least on the first drive. And I mean, he figured it out a little bit better on subsequent drives. I guess they took a little bit longer, but they still got in the end zone every time, so... So, you know, the, the fourth and two, I mean, you just, you just got to go for it, man, <laughs> especially in that situation, which I'll speak about in a minute. So, the third problem I had with him was after the failed onside kick in the fourth quarter, the 49ers have the ball. They go run, run, run. Now they're on the Green Bay 39 yard line and they opt to punt it. I, I just can't take it. I can't, can't handle it when you're, it's, fourth and one, and you're punting from a potential it's potential field, field goal position for some kickers, but you're at least in a situation where you should be going for it. I mean, you shouldn't be kicking it either. But you know, fourth and one from the Green Bay 39 in that situation, you just have to go for it. You just have to. And you need to know that that's the right thing to do. And it's not like what you did was good because it led to Green Bay's quickest touchdown drive of the day. So your punt, I mean, the punt was fine. But you know, as you know, Rodgers can Rodgers. And when you're playing... Horrible prevent defense. Then they can drive down the field and, and score. So going back to the uh, end of the uh, end of the half like in the second quarter. So you know, the Niners were lucky enough to recover a fumble on their own twenty-five, which, like I said before, was one of those momentum-changing you know, moments in the game that really defined the game. And then at that point, it's either Shanny—I believe it's Shannon and not JG because because of the way that they handled it later. It was like a little bit over five minutes on the clock. And he understands what, what, what a four-minute offense is, obviously. So he has a four-minute offense down, but the clock management within the four-minute offense is just horrible. So with under five minutes on the clock when they're driving at the end of the half, they snap the ball with 12 seconds left on the play clock, 11 seconds, 10 seconds, and 8 seconds on the drive. And it just doesn't make any sense. There's no, I mean, you're trying to run down the clock. You're, you're trying to run it down, and Green Bay has three timeouts. Like, what do you not want to do? You don't want to give Rodgers the ball back with two minutes on the clock and three timeouts left. So what do they do? They gave the ball back with two minutes on the clock and three timeouts left, and Rodgers was you know, kind enough to throw a ball to mostly that was, you know. I guess his Christmas gift or something. Yeah, that
2: was one of the worst throws I've ever seen him make. in like all the times that I've watched him, it was just bad. That's
3: (laughs) the moment where I'm like, is he done? Because I think he saw Mosley. He knew what the defense was. Like he he thought he could fit it in there. Mosley was like, you're crazy. (laughs) Like I'm picking this thing. I I don't know if it's. I I was just see if it's a. uh, You know, know, look at some of these uh, next gen stats to see how hard that ball is thrown. But yeah, it looked like he saw him. And he knew what was going on and thought he could fit it in there, but the Rogers of today is not the Rodgers of you know, of yesteryear, <laughs> You know, when when he was talking smack about about how we should have drafted him over Alex Smith, which I don't necessarily disagree with, but I'm sort of glad that we didn't after <laughs> <same>. <laughs> after this game, at least. <laughs> so so yeah, so Rodgers gets the ball with uh, and 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 then of course that's when we kick our fourth and two field goal. So. so good job getting our three scores up to three scores and then giving the ball back to Aaron Rodgers who's one of the most clutch quarterbacks at the end of halves and the end of games except for this game, thankfully. So Rodgers has the ball, all timeouts, kind enough to throw his pick to Mosley because he just wants to, I don't know, rub into <laughs> to Witherspoon, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he had a date or something after the game and he didn't make sure that there was no like overtime or anything. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly like that, right? And and these are the situations that sort of bother me maybe the most, not necessarily from like a win-loss perspective, but what, but like the 49ers actually it actually ended up this whole whole situation, which if you, you know, run it a hundred times is not going to work out for you, happens to work out for them because then they get the ball back with, <laughs> they get the ball back with women that left, but then Shane decides to run out the clock. And I'm like, wait, now you want to run out the clock? So he just like runs the ball three times like up the middle. And then most are just like, well, forget it. Like, you know who I am. I'm like, possess this game. So it's just an 18-yard touchdown <laughs> game. Yeah, and, and then at that point, you're like, whoa, like this is like a blowout. So it was, yeah. I, I just wonder if, like, like I say many weeks, when, when Shanahan makes mistakes, and I don't think that it's debatable that these are mistakes uh, analytically, but then he somehow benefits from it. I don't know what goes on through his head. Yes, I, I don't, I don't know him at all. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, only, only from you know, interviews and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I, I don't know if he realizes that that's the right call or the wrong call, or he's just calling it like he feels. You know, you know, using using his heart instead of his head, or whatever. Now, if he continues to do that in two weeks and it and it works, then. I will shut up about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will well, make, make you this promise: <laughs> if if he's able, to, if he does stupid things and they end up working, I'm just not going to talk about it in two weeks. I promise you that. Okay. If they, they okay, win the game, I think I
2: think if we if they win in two weeks, the whole podcast after that is just gonna be like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah
3: I, I, there will be no downs <laughs> for like thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe like all off season, there will be no downs. Like, yeah. You know. <laughs> and I'll be like, oh, all I, I well. guess Shanahan knows. He's like, Forget the analytics, Just do what I want. So anyway, <laughs> moving ahead to the end of the third quarter. This is the other thing that sort of makes me think that this is a Shanahan thing and not a JG thing. So the four nines, you know, end of third quarter. They're obviously trying to run out the clock, like they've been doing since this what, the third drive, <laughs> the end
2: of the second quarter.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. End of that, end of the second quarter. He threw a pass at two minutes and ten seconds left in the second, in the first half,
3: and then didn't again until the fourth quarter. Because JT, like on that second drive, was three straight completions. I'm like, all right, and then mm-hmm. he went. And that was it. <laughs> Pretty yeah, much, <laughs> yeah. And then he went penalty. And he went penalty, but but you know, first for first down, incomplete, sack. So that, that wasn't so hot. And then, and also that that sack was not good. Although they, you know, I saw PFF credit that sack to him. And I understand that you can't take that sack, but at the same time, his linemen weren't blocking anybody. Like, like just block someone. You know? Yeah. And he was running out of, you know, sort of trying to get out of the pocket and they're looking back. So I don't know. I feel like that should at least be split up. But yeah, you can't take that sack, dude. Like, not, not cool. You're lucky that Robbie Gold built you up. And then, next tribe he was actually allowed to throw the ball, he went, I think, penalty incomplete mean, pass, incomplete pass, completion. And then they just didn't let him throw the ball again until they had to. And then he's, oh my goodness, completion to Kittle. Like, we have we have George Kittle. <laughs> hey, that yeah, guy's good. I'm <laughs> yelling to a stand. So I'm like, it's George Kittle. He's back. I'm like, he hasn't been playing this game? And like people around me are like, what? <laughs> he's, he's been the whole time. I'm like, no way, man. He hasn't caught a ball. He, they have not even thrown the ball to him. Yeah so um, and then they have a, uh, another penalty on incomplete bass and and uh, another bass so it's like wow it's like every time he throws the ball everything at the end he had 12 dropbacks and six of them resulted in first down so that's pretty good and his quarterback rating at end of the day was, I was over over 100 it was like um 104 or 105 something like that <laughs> not bad for 77 yeah, totally yeah advanced. i mean it's, it's like he, he could have done it with his left hand but whatever you know so yeah for so sure anyway so the four run seven times but they pay absolutely no attention to the play clock and why don't the 49 realize that the play clock and like just the clock in general it works in the third quarter very similar to the way that it does in the fourth quarter in the last five minutes. The time of the third quarter, like a couple of seconds in the third quarter, is the same as a couple seconds in the fourth quarter. You're trying to run down the clock. So why are we snapping the ball with 13, 12, and 21 seconds on the playcock on a drive when we're just running the ball down the field? It just doesn't make any sense. So right there, it's just like how they gave Rodgers the ball back with all his timeouts in the second quarter. You're like anti-wasting time. <laughs> You're just putting more time on the board for them. But then as soon as the fourth quarter starts, the 49 ran every play down to single digits. And most of them were down to like three seconds. I mean, like they were like down to it, down to it. So it's like... I guess, I guess I'm assuming someone's telling him this, that he's gravel is not thinking this in his head. Someone's instructing him to do this. Don't worry about it in the third quarter and the fourth quarter. It's like, you better not snap this ball more than five seconds on the clock. And it's, it's, I mean, I was watching, I was like, it's so weird. Like, I'm like, what are you doing? And then it gets in the fourth quarter. And it's like, I know that he didn't just figure this out. Like the fact that it was just, you know, it was such a, Cut off from the third quarter to the fourth quarter. I mean, that that's something that, that needs to be worked on because this game could have been over and we could have cut out some more drives and we could have cut out some more Mostert touches <laughs> and Moser breaking records and all that stuff. Like maybe that's not good, but this <laughs> would have, this game would have ended a lot earlier. And then you know, it's not like I was having a heart attack this game, but when it got into two scores, I was like, "Dude, this is a two-score game right now." Like we need to do something here on this drive and Shanahan realized that and actually allowed grapple to throw the ball. So in the end Shanahan did what needed to be, to be done and, and the 49 were victorious. And I, I think that's a little bit of a long section for, um, <laughs> it's just some such. for a
2: game it, they won by 17 points. <laughs> yeah.
3: I mean, every one of my downs is a long section, right? Yeah. Be- because I just, I try I try to get into the nitty gritty of it, but when it comes down to, At the end of the day, this is easy stuff to clean up. I mean, like, really, really easy. This can be cleaned up in like two minutes if you really wanted to clean it up in two minutes. Yeah. But it is a thing. And I thought that the last two games would come down to it a little bit. Well, maybe not this one as much, even though I tried to reverse jinx it, (laughs) which was, which was once again successful. I guess I'm going to do next week. Great job. Yeah. And I I thought last week was going to come down to it. So I'm like, it's, you know, it's going to be little things. It's going to be little things. And it was not. It it was not. And this week, it was not. (laughs) But please don't have that. False sense of confidence that you can just make yeah. mistakes and that you can beat a team that's really good because yeah, this team that we're playing, playing is apparently pretty good. Apparently, their yeah, the quarterback's perfect. pretty good, and they yeah, and, they, and they have like this the this, the second fastest cheetah, second fastest.
2: Yeah, <laughs> even though ours is relegated to the bench these days, whatever. But. That, yeah, that just
3: shows you know the comparison between the two. Just saying. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I'm sure that I'm sure that he'll really appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, Actually, yeah I, but, but, sure. but But I am bigger than him, so I'm not really worried about him. <laughs> That's true.
2: Back to, I, um, now that I said that I
3: am sort of worried about him. And then uh, and then la- last thing, give Breed the, the second half touches. Come on. Yeah. Like like just help him with his confidence. Moser doesn't need to be getting hurt right now. Yeah, for sure. Dude. Like, you know, we're just running the ball in the middle anyway. And and if our you know our uh, um, line is blocking well enough, and even if they're not, if they're not, I mean, Breda was lights out last year and he can be lights out, so just, They're I, just saving him. They're ready. They're getting him ready. Maybe they are, but I would sort of like to see Moser run for another 220 yards next week or two weeks. I, I mean, that's
2: fine. Who I don't care who does it. Like, thought, freaking Jimmy Garoppolo can run for 220 yards next year, I don't know, next week, I don't even care.
3: I thought to say. <laughs> Do it, Jimmy. You got it, buddy. Um, so a certain uh, player number six, I believe, can run with the ball yeah, and plow some that players That would be
2: I am so ready. I'm so ready for the Wisnowski fake field goal. I just can't even yeah. tell you. Like, I'm ready for it. It's going to happen. I know he's got it in there somewhere. It's going to happen at some point. Maybe maybe he's saving it for the Super Bowl. Like he's going to rugby punch somebody and just run through. Like, I, don't know score if
3: he, yeah, I don't know if he can you know, throw the ball from a you know, punter type of uh, position, but yeah, I mean, it makes so much sense from you know, from, from a, a field goal. Uh, spot. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm, I'm totally, I'm t- yeah, t- t- especially
2: t- if it's on those short ones where he, you know, he pulls up at the six yard line and just like, okay, here we go.
3: I mean, I mean, I, also since we're you know, kicking all our field goals on fourth nine, and one, it should be easy for him. So there, there you go. <laughs> all, <laughs> all right. right. Well, okay. uh, enough of the silly downs, I man. It's a
2: celebration. We're having a party. Dude, it's, it's um, all this, you're ruining it's all it. All all you're like that guy man. who's like, well, this party not that
3: much. This party was amazing. i super jealous. Of your your yeah, fun, yeah, yeah, no, but it, th- this was this was an amazing party. It was it was one of my favorite games to to watch. It, it was I, I can't think of a game of possibly more fun to watch at the new stadium. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's like ninety nine percent up and just a little bit of down. Just, yeah, just just please clean up. Just don't please, please, please don't lose because of one of these reasons, please. Yeah, that's I agree. I, and all, yeah, I in I fairness,
2: me. these are as you say, these are small things that hopefully they can uh, yeah. sort of pay attention to in the yeah. next couple of weeks. So yeah, yeah. So all just right. know know that
3: I'm I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> on
2: team up, team up. Baby. I like it. I like it. Uh, well, the next game is Super Bowl fifty four, um, and as I said, we're not going to talk about that this week because we're going to save that so we have a podcast next week in which we'll dig deeply into uh the matchups and such as they are related to super bowl 54 uh not exactly how we're sure how we're gonna run that yet but we'll, we'll figure it out um I so some ideas yeah i like it <laughs> i like it so the uh the pro bowl is this this week um for anybody who cares I, I, thought, um, I thought i went over that last week that it's not a real football game it's not it's not and and really honestly uh so i saw the. Um, So I I saw, uh, unfortunately, I was scrolling through uh, the 49ers uh, online store uh, the other day and I happened to my eyes caught they had a George Kittle Pro Bowl jersey on there and i i almost had to sear my eyes out of the inside of my head um so my question is did you see the Pro Bowl jerseys and how happy are you that the 49ers players don't have to wear them
3: yeah yeah i followed <laughs> the procedures that i that i saw on the NASA website and i <laughs> used <laughs> use all the correct technology before i viewed the the uniforms that are this sort of like it's of really like desert camo versus urban camo I don't without, know what's going without on the camo? Like, it camo
2: it kind of looks like the the New Orleans Saints are the official football team of the NFL for or something I, it was it's bizarre I, <laughs> I don't understand them but the the NFC one is completely gold like like a weird like not 49ers
3: color gold but like that Sort of, it's
0: it's not it's, like, it's,
3: it's not it's a, a good look. It's like camo. I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I'm seriously bad. thinking that they might cut these up at the end of the game and just make them into like military uniforms. <laughs> it's possible. It's possible. <laughs> yeah, but um, more important than that. Yeah. When I, when, I, when I was more important than that says everybody about the Pro Bowl yeah, yeah. <laughs> more important than that anything yeah. <laughs> but, but more important than that thanks a lot for sending me that you know link to yeah no to, problem to view that yeah <laughs> that was a lot of fun thanks a lot Ugh. but I, I did do some more research on the Pro Bowl in general which I, I don't even know that was possible <laughs> no it's not but it's not. I found out that they have a very odd kickoff online. <sighs> Yes. Rule so they're, that they're, they're, they're testing out that the please do not do this. Yeah. The, so they're going to test
2: out. They're going to test out two rules during the pro bowl. One is, uh, re- relating to a wide receiver false start rule. Basically they can flinch now. Like it used to be that if the wide receiver moves at all, that it's false start. But for the pro bowl, they're going to try to see that like, if they make a slight move, as long as they don't cross the line, that it's, that it's, uh, that it's fine. um, uh, with the exception, according to NFL.com, being that, uh, um, is not to be con- the player is not to be considered in motion for the purpose of the illegal shift rules. So, so it's fine um, yeah, in that think, regard.
3: Think, think whatever on that one, yeah, that's fine. The, the, the that, that actually seems really reasonable
2: one. to me. Like yeah. a receiver twitching shouldn't be a false start. It's just just easy enough. Uh, but the kickoff rule that they're adding. So they're basically the NFL is trying to get rid of the kickoff, which it makes sense. Like it's the most dangerous play in the sport because you have missiles flying at at other missiles basically and colliding with one another.
3: So I watch it every Sunday.
2: (laughs) Right. So here's here's the rule. I'm gonna sort of give it to you as, as quickly as I possibly can. So Team A will score, right? And then Team A can just be like, all right, Team B, it's your ball now, just like normal. But they will start the ball first and 10. Team B will start the ball first and 10 at Team B's 25-yard line. So basically, it's like a touchback. Um, so no kickoff. No kickoff. It would just be a touchback. Yep. Or... Dun-da-da-da. Team A. <laughs> team, And this is the this is where it gets weird because that way it makes sense. The other way it makes sense. Because uh, what you're thinking it is, well, what about in games where the other team needs an onside kick? Well, here's how that... Kind of solution works uh, team a who just scored may elect to take the ball in its own 25 yard line for one fourth and 15 play so they're on their own 25 yard line so basically in the other team's basic red, like the edge of their red zone they have to get fourth and they have to pick up 15 yards or team b gets the ball at the dead ball spot but if team a score if team a gets the first down they keep the ball <laughs> yeah it's at their own 25 yard line Correct. Correct. So theoretically, what what this is supposed to do is take the place of a onside kick in a situation where like a team is trying to come back. So like on Sunday, if the Packers had been trying to come back rather than than kick the onside kick, they would have said like, okay, we'll try the fourth and 15. Then they would have had to try to pick that up. If they had, they would have kept the ball. But the reverse of this and the funny way that I was thinking about this is isn't there a version of this rule that would allow a team to just wrap the score on another team? where like literally they score and they're like, you know what? No, you're not going to have the ball back. We're going to go for it ever again. (laughs) And like in perpetuity for the rest of the game, they just score. And then we're like, okay, fourth and 15. And they have like a bunch of plays for this fourth and 15 thing. And they run it and they get the first down and then they just keep going and they score. And the other team never touches the ball. It's it's highly unlikely, but it's a version of it that possibly exists given this rule, uh, which leads me to say this is really unnecessarily complicated. <laughs> yeah,
3: it, so I, it's either got to be called like, like the Mahomes rule <laughs> <you know? laughs> or the Alex Smith rule because... He would be like, "I'm just retiring right now." Even if I was yeah, fully healthy, yeah, I can't throw the ball 15 there's, yards. There's, there's what are you talking about? No way this is happening. Except like two years ago, or three years right, ago, right, right, okay? right. And then he threw every ball like 50 yards. Yeah, so it's it's I get it. Like, um, yeah, I, I think a better solution would be to change the onside kick rule and like yeah, unintended consequences, right? Like you know, when we you know, oh we don't we don't want players to get hurt, but but we didn't really think about the onside kick rule when we. We say that there can be a maximum of, of four players on each side. I, actually, I can't remember what's yeah, the actual. Yeah, little, I think it's. It, it, I don't it, remember it, three or yeah, four. Something like but that. But I, I remember one of the teams actually like violated it. Yeah, they actually say that you have to have like a certain number of players on each side. It's not like it's not correct, like you can't correct. have more than or something like that.
2: It has to be five and five, I think, yeah, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, like five on each side. And, and kicker, I, think, I, think I think the 49ers
3: had a situation where a team had like five and four and still was able to get the
2: like because <laughs> sort of that, that bad. But like first of all, that's only ten. Yeah, <laughs> um. yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. but, but that, that was enough for the whoever we were playing. I can't remember, was the Rams or something like that. I, to, yeah, yeah, I yeah, think yeah, so. It was, it was enough for them to somehow get the onside kick, and but then they had to kick it off again, which I guarantee that they were not. A, a lot of fans are very happy about that, yeah, for sure de- decision and that that horribly uh, worded uh, rule in the playbook. So, yeah, if, if nothing else, just you know, change the rule on that, or just call it a, f- or you know, or, or maybe maybe a situation where you can you know onside it whenever you want to, but then you can say this is an onside kick.
2: Yeah, and I mean, the, I guess the only like thing that. with that is that you're you know that if you're kicking the ball, it's an onside kick that's the only thing it it takes out the possible element of surprise, which so severely lessens the opportunity for the team that's kicking the ball to get it back. But I, I, I yeah. mean, they were pretty much have already like done that. Yeah, Exactly. Right. It's already so. almost impossible at this point. It was already with the old rules really hard, but it's even more so now. And, so you might as well just, I mean, I get it. So on that level, I understand like you, this is more likely that the team's going to be able to hold on to the ball and they have a much higher chance of scoring in this particular case because they're going to be much closer to the end zone, but I don't know. So I'm, if I'm it, not worried. I'm like XFL we'll rule
3: or something like that. Yeah, you, you know? it
2: really does. It really does for sure. Like flag football or something. Uh, so uh, yeah. that I, that's literally all I have to say about the pro bowl at all. <laughs> so um,
3: Chris, um, any uh, predictions for this upcoming week? The pro bowl will happen. Yep. I will say that I won't watch it, but I will anyway because it's sort of football and they're football players and like kind of, yeah. Get to see some of them play football. So I probably yeah. still will watch it. <laughs> probably. I don't, I don't know. But I'm going to tell you that I'm no I way I'm watching that silly game. But I, I watched I watch it last year, so whatever. <laughs> um, but, but there weren't actually Niners playing in it. So that will happen. I'm pretty sure that the Niners will get another bye and will be playing the week after that. I feel pretty confident about that. that. Sounds about right. Outside of that, I think they'll be playing the Chiefs. But yeah, other <laughs> than
2: that and, and it'll be Miami. That's all I, got. I like it. All the, all these seems all seem seem reasonable. I am gonna I'm gonna agree with everything that you just said for sure. Put your money <laughs> on it, baby. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right. Well, uh, that that'll be it. We'll uh we'll uh, we'll chat more about the uh that game that you referred to uh here pretty soon. Uh, but for now, thanks for listening uh, to the Niner Noise podcast, part of the Fan Sided Podcast Network. Uh, as always, please check us out on your favorite podcasting platform and uh, subscribe subscribe to the podcast and leave us a nice review and share the podcast with all your Niner fan friends. And until uh, that, we will see you next week to talk about the super bowl. Niner fans, super bowl, baby. See you later.